The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. And coming up tomorrow inside Van Andel Arena, the Royal Comedy Tour featuring Simone, Bruce Bruce, Arnez J, and Lavelle Crawford. Tickets available now at the usual Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com, and the Van Andel Arena box office. Then on Tuesday, November 1st, The Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, will have an open practice that's free for everybody to get in at Van Andel Arena with a scrimmage and an autograph session afterwards. And then on Thursday, November 3rd, comedian Bill Burr inside Van Andel Arena. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 6th, rumors of Fleetwood Mac. The best Fleetwood Mac tribute band will be at DeVos Performance Hall. And those tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. And November 8th through the 13th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents Come From Away at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And on November 9th, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. Get those tickets now at your usual Ticketmaster outlets and at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 15th, Pussifier in concert at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And at DeVos Place, don't forget about the Jurassic Quest that roars into downtown Grand Rapids November 4th through the 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Google Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is our number one on a football Friday presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you use promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app to always get uh, the promo hookups. Right now, you can bet the money line in any NBA game. This is for new customers. Put just five bucks down. If your team wins, you'll get $200 in free bets, use that promo code HUGE. HUGE. Not with the Y at DraftKings when you sign up. We'll hear from Halleck in studio. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, a Michigan opinion on the game tomorrow, along with Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, Jason Strayhorn from the Spartan Radio Network. Kyle Post will check in from our friends at Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. He's the event staffing manager. They're looking for employees. We'll hear from Kyle. And the DraftKings NFL Power Hour will happen with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge, Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, and Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network. Great job, Superfly Hayes. Ty Halleck, he went down and got him. He says, I'm here. There's no Superfly. I'm here, Bill. Then he starts using profanity emojis. He's like, I'm downstairs. 
Brent goes, I'm stuck in the elevator. And then the last text from Ty, does he know who the blankety blank I am? <laughs> Ty Halleck uh, joins us again. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, you know. I mean, never thought an elevator experience would be quite so <laughs> so fun, you know. When I'm with your cohorts down the street and I came in this morning, you know, Joe comes down, he gets me in lickety split. Yeah, that, and that's with Brad Bikita and the crew from yeah, Steve, Steve Kelly. Steve yeah. Kelly from uh, Wood Radio, AM 1300, 106.9, uh, sister station to our flagship station, 96 months. So, Ty... Do you do the TV on Sunday night still? No, not doing the Sunday night. Just I do the Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Friday, excuse me, with those guys. And I got to carry them for the five minutes I'm around. And Wow. You got to move on. Yeah. And then you're busy. You're helping coach Forest Hill Central. Yeah. Then I clean up around here. I take care of the trash. Right. Yeah. Forest Hill Central. Central. Yep. Yep. Got Reese Buffer tonight, which is a tough opponent. Out of Muskegon, right? Yep. Yep. Out of Muskegon, Reese Buffer. So. Uh, that district, you know, once again, I mean. Who's in that district? It's us, Traverse City uh, West, and um, Mona Shores, hmm. which is always, we, we've, you know, always seem to have a lot of fun with those they guys. They usually end your season. They, yeah, they, you know, we, um, we've we had some great battles. They've, I think they've gotten us probably three out of the four times, but they've, they've all been nail biters. So it, it's fun. It's just, you wonder sometimes, like you had Mark Eulon the other day, I just, at some point, I wish they'd kind of rank these deals a little bit because some of these games, some of these districts, when you look at it, they're like regional finals. I think seeding's coming in football. Yeah. I think there'll be a regional seeding, at least, not mm-hmm. statewide, because you don't want to go have to go play a game. And, yeah, totally get that. You know, but I think comesy, even, right? even that would be... So rank, rank regions. Have four, yeah, four yeah. regions, and you rank them in all the classes. Yeah, so that you know your regional champ comes out of there, and you're probably going to get... doesn't mean you are, because high school football, it's playoffs... But you're probably going to get those top two teams. That game should not happen in a first or second district game. Yeah, well, look at us. We and us as my son's Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern team. We lost to South Christian. Who I think are they one in Division Four? I think in pretty much every poll, uh, one of the best lines both sides have ever seen in high school from Grand Rapids South Christian. Well, we get Hudsonville Unity Christian tonight <laughs> went to the state finals. Oh, and if we win. Uh, we get Grand Rapids South Christian for the second time in three weeks next week. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's another. What's the other district too that was making me giggle? It's looking at the other day. Rockford, Caledonia. Yeah, yeah, Rockford, Caledonia's district with Granville. I mean, it's like the OK Red all over again. And it's like it doesn't seem like if you if they've already kind of settled it during the year, if they played you know towards the regional final side and they had to play again, that's one thing. But like you just played and you're going to end up playing within a one or two week span. That's that's the part that I think could be better. So I'm, I'm not knocking anybody. It's just when you look at it in totality, you go, why would a whole almost division be playing each other again? Mark, you will be in studio next Wednesday, and we will spend a segment talking about that because I know we've discussed it, and a lot of it comes down to logistics. No doubt. But if you but if you didn't do it statewide and just did it regionally. Yeah. So regionally, you would line up 1 through 16 in Division 1, whatever that region would be. It might expand based on school size or rural area versus sure. metro area in Michigan. And then you know you're a seed. Right. That you're what, whatever, how, how many teams are in the playoffs, there are four regions, and you're seeded from... And the points matter, right? The, right. The, so encourage you to play those top-tier teams, win your games. I, I don't like that you get a three-win teams getting in, but they played a tough schedule, so you can't fault a team... Like Grand Rapids Christian, I think, is playing Grand Rapids South Christian tonight with three wins, right? 
I'm not going to fault those kids and say they don't deserve to be in the playoffs because we're not debating the college football playoff yeah, right. or the NFL. It's high school. Right? Yeah. Yeah. These guys are – coaches are doing it for the love of the game and so are the players. But to me, I, I think the body of work for a full season, you're, you're Rockford or you're Caledonia, okay, or you're Midland High or wherever across our network, you shouldn't be penalized in round one of the playoffs and end up having to play another 9-0 and team. Right, right. Not, 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 not early. I mean, the, the part of this problem. I is, could is say, I can the see first the third two, game in, it, it would be okay. Absolutely, right? but in the first two games, you're playing people who, by the way, you just played in the last couple of weeks for the conference championship, and you know it's good football, and both those teams are very good. Right. I mean, no, and Rockford, a, a Rockford good, led them thirty-one zip in the fourth quarter. Right, and Rockford really good. So, I mean. You know, it's just one of those things. What is in Rockford good in? Everybody's no kidding. You know, they're good in every sport. I think their their soccer team uh, is undefeated. I, I think they won. They were in a tight game last night in a regional. Uh, but yeah, I, and the, the high school sports and Ty. I know, you know, with your kids all playing, your daughter Theron and son both playing football and girls basketball, women's basketball, Michigan State. But the quality of high school sports on the west side of the state from my time here, which is 21-plus years, has just elevated where there's not you – know, there's a few schools when you you know look at Warren D. LaSalle or Dan Rohn, the former GR West Catholic coaches, but the separation isn't as big as it once was. No, and, and, I, and I think you see a lot of you kids – You take Rockford up against anybody in the state. Yeah, and, right? and, and you, you – even on an individual basis, multiple – young players, women's and men's. I mean, think about the schools that they're hitting. I mean, Notre Dame, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, you know, you, you go down the list of all the different schools, let alone what I see having played against a lot of the different high schools as you go along. There's so many kids that end up playing D1, D2, D3, and continue those uh, careers and those efforts in those sports, and that's awesome too. You know, I do have to give a personal shout-out to my sophomore son, Ace, uh, defensive lineman, offensive lineman, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, uh, in one of the tougher conferences uh, in the state with Grand Rapids South Christian, Cedar Springs, uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Middleville, Kennewa Hills, Ottawa. It's a really good conference. And he got honorable mention all-conference. So, Very cool. Yeah, that, that's a, you know, it's a tough group to crack as a sophomore to get all-conference, but... You know, recognize, and I saw Todd Colster, the Grand Rapids Catholic Central coach, last night at, after I was bringing my son Legend back from a soccer practice, and he stopped me and said, you know, uh, we've all watched your son and talked about him, and he really fundamentally is sound, and he's just going to get bigger and stronger, and by the time he's a senior, uh, I'm not looking forward to playing him. So that was kind of to hear it from one of the better coaches in the state, right? Well, and yeah, and that team, as you well know, is young. I mean, there, there's... That there's going to be a lot of improvement. Yeah, Bob Blackwire, when South Christian waxed us 49-22 last Friday, uh, I know him, offensive coordinator from Grand Rapids South Christian through Railside Golf Club, and I walked up to him afterwards and to Danny, the coach, and said, hey, you know, you guys look awesome. And he says, uh, I told Coach Swander in two years, uh, your team's going to win a state championship because they have size, speed, quarterback. But he's a sophomore, right? Yep. You don't see a lot of teams with a bunch of sophomores go run through high school football. Sometimes in basketball you can because of the athletes, right? right? Yep. But yeah, a football team, you need the senior leadership. You do. And I got to give your brother love uh, for the job he's doing in rebuilding the Greenville Yellow Jackets 
here on the west side of the state, their football program. He's put his heart into it. He has. He's loving up kids. Uh, they, you know, it's been two tough years. But and that's where you're from, too. Yep. Two tough years, but, you know, Tommy's, he's an educator. He's, he's a guy that loves it. He stepped into a tough situation, you know, a year ago because they had a coach hired and decided not to come. And then it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Um, but, you know, they got a little ways to go. But at the same token, he's getting more numbers out. You know, you keep grinding. You keep loving kids up. At the end of the day, huge. Rather, you're in the playoffs, you're not in the playoffs. High school athletics and high school football in general, if it's done right, you know, you got to be competitive. You got to be about winning because that's that's the name of, of the game, right? You're, you are trying to win, but you're trying to win in life. You're trying to give these guys and gals things to build on for their lives and wherever they go out in their communities, the colleges they go to afterwards and, and how you impact them, I think, is a big deal. And I think we have a lot of ooh, that's another thing we have in West Michigan in particular. Uh, I think we got a lot of really good coaches Amen. in men's and women's sports that uh, are making a difference. I'm not saying that everybody's perfect and the best and yada yada, but there, there are a lot of really good coaches. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that will stick with me forever uh, when my son battled through a mild concussion and then a hip flexor, I said, you know, dude, you can take a week off, uh, take some downtime and recover. Right? I said, you're a sophomore. And we're driving to an early morning weightlifting they do before school, 6.30 in the morning. And Ace is in a highly uh, outgoing type of dude. He's kind of quiet. And he kind of looked straight ahead and said, I have to be there for my teammates. I have to play. And I'm, I, I turned because I wanted to cry because that's the life lesson that no matter what you're feeling, that you battle through – the, the way you have, because you're going to battle through life. I don't care who you are, how much money you have, what your family uh, tree is. Uh, you're going you're gonna to find tough times when there's not a team around you. And you've got to find a way to power through it. And I thought that was, uh, man. And, and I told him last night, I said, when other people, coaches, talk about you and how you play, or even with South Christian, I watched him and the guy are uh, – Cam Post are going at it. Cam's about 6'5", 260, and they get hits on each other, and they're helping each other up, patting each other in the sportsmanship and the trenches and the battle. It, it's those life lessons that you, you just said, Ty. And, you, and you've lived it, and your kids have lived it, and I think that's why your children are as mentally tough when they played sports. It goes back to you know, when I first ran into you and your kids playing against my kids. I like got seven, eight years old. They were always, and they still are, mentally tough, but they have great hearts. Yeah, you got to be good people. At the end of the day, it, it, it really means nothing if you, if, if you get yeah, these life lessons out of it, but you're a turkey to people. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You, know, no. you, you got to try to make a difference. You got to try to impact uh, and make a positive difference. And I, th- I think, you know, if I'm proud of my kids and anything, it's not, you know, these, what they've chosen to do and, and, and competing at this high level is great. But they're good kids, they they, 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 and they care about people. They really do. They, yeah, uh, yeah. All your kids. Every time I see them, they're respectful. Say hello. Uh, when I went down and did the all access Michigan State women's basketball show, I had a ton of laughs with Theron and Abby Kimball. So uh, good stuff. Uh, Ty Halleck uh, in studio with us, uh, former Spartan NFL player out of Greenville, Michigan. Have they named a street after you yet in Greenville? No. I'm trying to get Mike Brand Jr. and Chris Kamen. They own the Culver's there in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Maybe get their driveway right next to Culver's. Get it named Ty Halleck Way. Perfect. I, I, you need a street. I, I, you don't have a street. I, I don't have no rights to any street name in 
Sparta, they haven't done crap for me. I'm not on a Have they allowed you back yet? Or? No. I just, <laughs> you're close enough down here in downtown. I can't even go there. You're, they got a stop sign, and then they got a you're not welcome sign. And I'm like, come on, I'm a Sparta smart graduate. Now they they need have they celebrated? Are you in the Greenville Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah. John Fortin, uh, a good golfing buddy, great dude. Yeah, great guy. Teaching pro out at Egypt Valley. Mark Rasmussen just texted me last night. Said he's going in to the Greenville Hall of Fame. And I asked Mark. I said, Are you in? And he said, No. And I said, Well, plan on not ever going in. <laughs> Raz will be in there. I bet. I at bet. Some point. Yeah. yeah, somewhere down so the you're road. In there, right? Tom yeah, is in fun. there. Yeah, it's fun. Well, your Tom, brother yeah, played yeah. baseball at South yeah. Alabama, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Great it's baseball fun. player. My sister's in. That's kind of cool. Your sister is in. It yeah, too? Lynn. Yeah. Was she a great athlete? She's a phenomenal athlete. I, she could have played Division One. She just didn't do it. But sports were the, uh, when she was growing up. It was well the four of the four of us. My oldest sister, Lynn, was in cosmetology here. Didn't really do much in terms of athletics, and we always kidded with her about being the black sheep of the family and blah blah blah. You know whatever that means, but. Um, and then the, the, but the rest of us were just, we just gravitated to athletics Yeah, and she was a really good basketball player and a really good softball player. She could have, she could have played at multiple schools, including Michigan. They, I think she was asked to walk on there, but she just, she wanted to go to school and do her thing. So. Yeah. Well, now you and your wife, you and your family, the Halleck's in Greenville and also beyond a job well done. Uh, Michigan state, Michigan tomorrow night. I, I know you bleed green and white. You go to almost every game you can. Uh, I know we talked back in August with the hype on this season, and there they are, preseason top 15, and they kind of have that same feel that the Lions have, that there was so much hope early, and now they're fighting for 500, fighting to stay alive. The Wisconsin win was one of the biggest Mel Tucker has had, and now they get a bye week into a Michigan game where they're walking in with no pressure on them. What what are your early thoughts as you know we're a little over twenty four hours away from kickoff of the Spartans at the Wolverines? Yeah, I mean it reminds me of a couple of years ago, right? I mean same kind of deal during COVID. Um, you know things aren't going the way that you want them to go, and totally different scenario because we're not at that point hadn't come off an eleven and two season like we did last year. Look, they've had some injuries. They've had they've, they've had some things not go their way, but let's face it. I mean, rather it's been the offense or the defense. Um, collectively, I mean, the special teams have been, you know, relatively decent um, for sure. But one or the other of those groups have just not played well. I mean, the secondaries uh, st- still have struggled at times. Um, again, they've had some uh, injuries at kind of all levels. The defensive line, linebacker, obviously losing Snow early was a big, big loss. Xavier Henderson being out, but who's now back, um, you know, and slayed it at the defensive tackle. Um, but, you know, then you would expect the one thing that I expected this year, I f- you, you assume the defense would get, you know, better. But you you I thought the offense, even though I get Kenneth Walker as a special player, as he's shown in the National Football League, too, you still have a couple of solid running backs. You got a lot of the same offensive linemen, right? Guys that are that have been in the trenches, but you got a lot of weapons when you go down the list of. You know, Jaden Reed, Trey Mosley, Keon Coleman. I mean, you just go right down. Uh, Jeremy Bernard. I mean, they've got athletes that they can sling that ball around to. So my 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 wonder about this particular weekend, it's a rivalry week. They got a chip on their shoulder, obviously, and the season hasn't gone the way they wanted. And, and this is a heck of a way to right the ship, if you will, at least in a positive direction and get yourself back to that 500-type you know, type mark. 
Um, but you're going to have to do it by going all out. I mean, they're going to have to create some turnovers. They're definitely going to have to stop the run. Look, Michigan's a good football team. Uh, people knew that coming in. I think the last two years have probably been the most Harbaugh-esque in terms of his coaching career and what, what he's always had success with, with really good offensive line, uh, run, play, you know, and, and play action pass. So you look at their offense as an example. I mean, they're like 220 or 230 in passing average every deal and the same in running. I mean, they're very, very balanced with McCarthy being pretty pretty uh, efficient. So they're going to have to figure out a way to, to kind of sell out and get, get to him uh, and try to create some of those turnovers. But to your point, given the season and kind of where we're at right now, let's face it, they're in a position they got nothing to lose going into Ann Arbor and trying to win that football game and yeah, getting after it. No, no pressure. The pressure's all on Michigan. So do you... Do you throw, uh, not a new playbook, but things that no one's seen all year? You're Mel Tucker. Do you blitz like crazy? Do you put nine guys in the box and say, okay, you got Corman Edwards. I'm going to make a a freshman starting his maybe second biggest game after Penn State. I'm going to make him beat us. And Michigan does have receivers, but they haven't had the big plays this year. Yeah. So I don't know if Harbaugh is sad on that because if you can pound the ball, why show your playbook? Uh, your Michigan State defensively, what is the ideal scheme setup that they should do to give them a chance tomorrow night? Well, I, I think they definitely have to load up the box. I mean, they have to have seven, eight guys in the box to stop the run. You're not if you can't get off the football field and stop the run against Michigan. It's been seen all year long, and it's you know there are a lot of talk early on about you know their early non-conference play, which was didn't mean anything because they've been tested along the way and with Penn State in particular I mean they just dominated them so uh, you just can't be in a situation where you're going to give them early down success and then their defensive backs those the, the corners and safeties in particular I got to believe you want to push a little bit more man scenarios not the zone where everybody's saying hey you're supposed to be there you're covering grass it's like I got this guy and he's not going to score uh, or he's not going to get the ball and you got to take some chances to get to uh, McCarthy, he's got you. Got to get after him. You can't let him. He he's shown all year long. If he is allowed to set up and deliver the football on time, unscathed, uh, he does so very well. His efficiency is north, well, well north of seventy percent. So, um, you know, they're solid across the board. Uh, I, you know, Michigan State to me has got to get on edge. They got to stop the run. And they got to create some turnovers, or at least create some situations where McCarthy's under pressure to help in that. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be what everybody potentially expects it to be there's there's a reason why the line is 20 some points i mean it's you know i think it's up to 24 on the DraftKings sportsbook app big board and that's usually lining up athletic talent because you know you play that game that uh, dick versace the old pistons assistant uh, told me line up their athletes versus our athletes and usually who has more athletes wins the game with decent coaches Right? And I think it's Thorne. And you, you, you talked about the offense and the expectations, even minus Kenneth Walker, who's looking fantastic uh, with Seattle. That Thorne was on all these QB watch, even you know early Heisman checklist back in May and June. And he, he his mechanics don't look right. He he looks nervous and getting rid of the ball. And you know I know teams are bracketing Reed and trying to take him out. Uh, but they have enough athletes at receiver to still make plays. He he just hasn't looked comfortable all year. Yeah, it, it almost seems like it, it, at times, you know, stressing to do like the perfect throw. Like feeling the perfect, it's on him, right? Yeah, as opposed to just play football and let it happen to you. I mean, look, his dad, Jeff, who's the offensive coordinator down at, at, at Western, um, longtime coach, won 
some national championships in in uh, Illinois. Um, you know, at North Central, I believe it was. Yeah, D3 uh, powerhouse. Yeah, D, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so they know football, and he's grown up with it his whole life. It's just, I think there's a little bit of that additional pressure on him as well because there was all this, you know, hype and quarterback watch and everything else, and then kind of got off to a slow start. And, you know, even the games they won, they look good at some times, but they haven't been good start to finish. We just haven't had one of those games. I mean, there's always seems to be a proverbial couple three and outs or something that doesn't quite go right. So to me with him, uh, I think there's got to be a lot of focus on quick, fast deliveries and just get him started and get him in a rhythm because when he does kind of settle down and, and, and get going, he does still show those flashes of last year when it's not just Jaden Reed. I mean, Trey Mosley's a hell of a receiver, uh, and, and, and a good target. Keon, uh, obviously, Coleman creates a lot of problems because he's big, strong, and fast. Um, and and it, so they've got plenty of guys. It's just, to me, you got to figure out a way to get him in the rhythm early to help that. But we also got to be able to run the football. You look at us, conversely, we were talking about how balanced Michigan is. You know, Michigan State's thrown for just over a couple hundred yards in passing, and they're only running for just over, I think, 100 yards rushing. That's nuts especially for a school that prides itself on downhill tough football, uh, that part of it's got to get you know rectified as well and be more consistent in that run game. Because look, even with Michigan, Michigan doesn't scare you in terms of you know the big play down the field necessarily. They don't they they, they they've got some good players, but you don't have that take the top out of the defense guy. Um, they hurt you if they're on the field consistently in time of possession, which they have with everybody this year. So if you don't create some time of possession yourself, you're just handing it off to, whether you like it or not, very methodically, you know, are just going to take it down the field and score, you know, or they're going to hit you for that 50-yard run or that 60-yard run, and they're going to beat you that way. So there's a lot to lot to tackle here, but again, rivalry week, season's not the way you want. You know, this this movie's been there before, but a lot of guys are going to have to step up and they're going to have to make plays. I'll get your prediction on the game before we're done this hour. Ty Halleck, former Greenville Yellow Jacket, Spartan, Lion, Bear, Jag, joining us in studio. We'll get to the Lions and their 1-5 start next and his thoughts on the matchup with Tua in Miami. If you have a Lions or NFL or Michigan State, Michigan comment, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And coming up on Tuesday, 5 o'clock, it is a free Open practice for the public, followed by a two-quarter scrimmage, and then autographs with the players and the coaches this Tuesday at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, that free open practice, free to get in uh, with the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Clutch. Franklin Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five-Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five-Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert, live. 
Huge here for the Telemore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. And before the snow flies, there's still time to get a round of golf in at Tullymore. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, book a tee time, a stay and play package, keep an eye on the weather forecast. They still have great golf remaining this fall before the snow flies. And they have event space and lodging. A wedding, a reception, a business get-together. Even during the winter, you can book an event or a wedding or a reception inside the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. If you want more info, go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. And if you want to get around a golf in before the weather changes and the snow sets in, Go to TullymoreGolf.com. Book that tea time at TullymoreGolf.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, Pass, go to mrcarwash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan football Friday. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the auto value bumper to bumper parts store studio. One final segment with Ty Halleck, former Lion, Michigan State Spartan, Greenville Yellow Jacket in studio. Uh, let's spend a few minutes on the Lions. Uh, one and one, double digit lead at Minnesota. Didn't look like the same old Lions. They're now one and five. If the draft was tonight, they'd be picking first as the worst team in the NFL. Uh, what's happened to this team? How did they drop and free fall so quickly? Well, I mean, the, look, I, you and I don't have <laughs> Superfly. I told you you're on a time constraint here. We we could talk for hours about Give me the condensed. Just, uh, with me and you talking, I don't know if there's anything. Yeah, it's almost condensed. impossible to it's do impossible anything. Impossible yeah. with condensed. But but I'll just say this: Brett, we're we're not following your schedule. He's Ty Halleck, and I'm Bill Simonson. <laughs> That's right. This we're, is not the Superfly show. It's the huge show. We with are Halleck. going to talk. Let me let me That's just it, we're done. We look, gotta go. <laughs> it, here, here, if there's if you look at in terms of the National Football League, but you really across the board, right? Coaching, players, organization, etc. Ofer, whatever you want to make the list. They're Ofer. 
right? Organizationally, there's decisions that have been made. I heard your great interview with Lomas Brown the other day that are certainly hurting them, right? And he's passionate about it. I played with Brother Lomas, so I know. And he's employed by the Lions. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And he almost felt like he was stepping out of bounds, and rightfully so for what he's doing, but he's just being honest. So there's that element. Now, look, I still like Dan Campbell, and I still like this staff. Defensively, they came out after break, and they were better. And I think Pascal, as an example, in that Dallas Cowboys game, because I kind of narrow it down watching because I got to talk about it, and I love football anyways. I can watch it all day long. Now, the Lions are a little harder to watch at times because they just figure out every way known to man to goof some of this stuff up. And it's either a coaching call, a play. I'm Think so about this. Jamal. Yeah. You know, trust me. I you paused. I know yeah. you, paused. You, you You saw the profanity about the elevator. I mean, I, I could saw, really go off on the lines. I, I, the crinkles in your forehead spelled uh, F. Uh, okay. I got it. <laughs> right. Okay. So, but you think about this, but, but in, on an individual basis, I don't think they're as far off as what everybody's thinking. I don't like what's happened. They should probably be about 500 right now based on where they're at in some of these games. There's definitely some things to work out. But there's still some decent talent here. And I think, as an example, this Pascal that came back last week, I think it's a big reason why the defense is a little bit better. That front got a lot a lot stouter and a lot more active. You notice all of a sudden Aiden Hutchinson gets to the quarterback a couple of times. When other guys are playing well. And again, and they're also kind of changing his position up. They're putting his hand down. They're having him stand up. I can work with that. That means guys, the coaches are looking and saying, how are we going to maximize talent? Now, you got to win ball games. But did you really think they were going to go into Dallas last week and win? No, no. And until, quite frankly, the last few minutes, they had opportunities. Jamal Williams doesn't fumble the ball for 600 and sometimes carrying it. And because he's wearing a Lions uniform, magically on the one, boop, boop, boop. Well, you just gone. said about every way known to mankind to lose. And golf, and golf has been really bad the last two weeks. Yeah, it, 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 that's, I think that's probably the most disappointing part about this for where we started offensively and how he's looked very comfortable, delivered the football and spread it around, and we're not there yet. I think this is an opportunity to win this weekend. And as I said earlier... They need uh, Dan Campbell's mantra just needs we got to win a damn game. It, it doesn't care how. It could be ugly. They have to win a football game. If this is a winnable game this weekend, it's going to be tough. Tua's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Waddle. I mean, our defensive secondary is after going to get, you know, so the D line is going to have to step it up too. But this is a winnable football game in my mind. You got to figure out how to do it here sooner than later just to get a little bit of that positive feel going. I, I, I don't think they're as far off is what a lot of people think, myself personally. But there's some things that are going to have to happen. They have to win Sunday, though. Otherwise, I think it could spiral even worse than last year. Ty Halleck, uh, former Greenville Yellow Jacket, Michigan State Spartan, former Lion, Baron Jag in the NFL, calls Grand Rapids home for our listeners on 96.1 uh, The Game. Good stuff, Ty. Appreciate the in-studio uh, visit. My best to Theron and Michigan State women's basketball and Tate and Michigan State football and Tanner, and we'll talk soon, okay? You bet. Thank you. And your wife, Jen. I don't want to leave her out. Yeah, don't leave out Jen. Don't leave out the trophy wife. I don't have the trophy wife. You you got her a mail order from where she's from, Macedonia or something? Right. To come see Macedonia. (laughs) To come see Macedonia. (laughs) Her accent. Her her southeastern Michigan accent. I love you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ty Halleck in studio. 24-7, everything you need with the show is at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code SHEPBET and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. And Fridays are presented by our friends at Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall and DeVos Place, and they sent me a note, Allison and Hillary did, that with the demand now for the shows, the events, uh, the Grand Rapids Gold now playing their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, staffing uh, is needed. Positions are open. They're hiring more than ever before. And Kyle Post, who is with Staffing Inc., and he's the event staffing manager at Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall and DeVos Place, uh, a busy man joins us in studio <laughs> and... For somebody listening, what type of jobs are open right now and how do they connect with you? Absolutely. We have a organization and a department that is recruiting 24-7, 365 days of the year because we have so much happening between now and next year. Uh, we literally just doubled our athletic events because we picked up the gold. Um, really exciting stuff. It's been a while since the arena's had basketball, so we have a lot of people that are really excited about that. Season ticket holders are starting to form, and it's really cool. But if you want to get involved with entertainment, if you want to get involved with athletics, if you want to be a part of something that brings entertainment to West Michigan, you come to us. 
So what are what are jobs that are open for anybody listening? Yep. The minimum age to work at Van Andel is what? 18 years old. 18 years old. So 18 and up. What are openings right now at Van Andel, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place where if somebody's looking for a full-time job, part-time job, they could step up and connect with you? If they want to connect with us, they go to staffinginc.com, and they literally right on that website, they have an icon to click Apply Now. They can go right to that page, and once they apply, we'll be able to actually reach out to them within a 48-hour time frame and say, what venue would you like to work for? And after you get hired into the actual events department, you get to work for any of our venues downtown. Now, the arena specifically, we're, lo- we're looking for people to do changeover, people to do post-event custodial, people to do event custodial, and people to be ushers and ticket takers. Those folks make these shows go around. We have to get from hockey to concert to basketball, back to, to hockey. hockey, to concert, and it is right. back to back to back. And like everybody loves to go to these parties. Nobody realizes how many humans are actually needed to make them happen. So we're constantly recruiting. We're constantly getting new people. We need as many folks as possible. We're starting at 16 bucks an hour. We want you to come and work for us and get involved in the entertainment industry. So 16 bucks an hour, uh, part-time or full-time, how does it work? Do you set your hours? This time, when we have this many events taking place, we can't ever promise 40 hours to anybody, but we can definitely give you as many hours as we can. So we have events coming up that will require that many hours. We will have weeks that you're working 40 hours a week. So staffinginc.com. Staffinginc.com. Yeah, I-N-C. Correct, that is correct. Yeah, staffinginc.com, and you'll click on... Uh, the Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall. Right on that front page, there's an right. entire icon for the entertainment venues of West Michigan. And right on that icon, you apply for a job. All right. What about uh, full-time positions that may be open? I know I saw an Allison and Hillary's email uh, leading up to you coming in studio. And Kyle Post, who's the event staffing manager at Van Andel Arena, DeVos Place, and DeVos Performance Hall, joining us on the Huled Show across Michigan. Uh, full-time positions also uh, open uh, how does that list look right now? We have internal positions that are available. If you come to the website, staffinginc.com, all of those listed available positions are right there as well. Right now, for my department specifically for events, it is all temporary work. We have six venues in downtown Grand Rapids that once you get hired into one of those venues and they don't have hours at one of them, I will be able to offer you hours at another one because you're automatically in the system. So if you don't have 40 hours at the venue of your choice, I will make sure you get hours at a different one. So the easiest way, without trying to go through the list of every open job, is just go to staffinginc.com, I-N-C, staffinginc.com. You'll see the icon, and you can click and look at what positions are open. You can uh, put a contact note in, and within 48 hours, your team will be in touch. 100%. All right, Kyle Post is with Staffing Inc. That's staffinginc.com. And he also is on site as the event staffing manager for Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. So if you're 18 and up, uh, looking for a pretty cool job, right? Absolutely. And it's not just uh, first shift, second shift, third shift. It's literally across the board everything. We need people to come in in the morning and clean up. We need people to come in in the afternoon and be our custodial for the actual event itself. And then that entire crew of folks that comes in after the show comes down to get it prepared and flipped completely for the next event the next day. We need them all. And now with the Wings Top Farm affiliate still uh, the main sports tenant in the building, the Grand Rapids Griffins, you've added the Denver Nuggets G League team, uh, the Grand Rapids Gold, and the tour schedule is as busy as ever with all the acts post-pandemic getting out on the road, and Van Andel is one of the stops where you get the big 
stars like Carrie Underwood just uh, a couple of weeks ago. So staffinginc.com, uh, if you're looking 18 and up, looking for a job, and you can see uh, all the jobs that are available, staffinginc.com. Kyle Post, event staffing manager for Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance on DeVos Place in studio. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you as well. couple of show reminders. Tomorrow night, I'll be having my huge Michigan State, Michigan watch party at the Brands Steakhouse and Grill and Cascade with Mike Brand Sr. All the Brands locations will have food and beer specials during the game. And the Spartans and the Wolverines on all the TVs. 7.30 p.m. is the kick on Saturday night. And join the huge show on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids at the Brands in Cascade for the brands close to you. Go to brands.com. Also, if you want to order in your brand's favorites for your own watch party at your house, or if you're going to one, pick up and delivery online at brands.com. 24-7, everything you need when it comes to this show is free, and you can peruse on your own schedule at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. And coming up tomorrow inside Van Andel Arena, the Royal Comedy Tour featuring Simone, Bruce Bruce, Arnez J, and Lavelle Crawford. Tickets available now at the usual Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. Then on Tuesday, November 1st, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team will have an open practice that's free for everybody to get in at Van Andel Arena with a scrimmage and an autograph session afterwards. And then on Thursday, November 3rd, comedian Bill Burr inside Van Andel Arena. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 6th, rumors of Fleetwood Mac. The best Fleetwood Mac tribute band will be at DeVos Performance Hall. And those tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. And November 8th through the 13th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents Come From Away at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And on November 9th, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. Get those tickets now at your usual Ticketmaster outlets and at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 15th, Pussifier in concert at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And at DeVos Place, don't forget about the Jurassic Quest that roars in the downtown Grand Rapids November 4th through the 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Google Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's one 866 838 
4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a football Friday. On the eve of Michigan State at Michigan tomorrow night at 7.30 in Ann Arbor at the Big House. Our friends from the Michigan Sports Network and X's and Bros are hosting a huge tailgate with Blue by 90 on Harvey near the stadium. So if you're going to be down in Ann Arbor, go check that out. They have giveaways from Soren Eagle. Like a thousand people get an overnight stay. All the details on how you can register, and I think a lot of it is free giveaways and first come, first serve. That's happening in Ann Arbor tomorrow with the Michigan Sports Network. And X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on our flagship station, 96-1 the game in Grand Rapids. I think it starts at 3. Is the tailgate info that Anthony Bellino gave me. Yeah, it's at 327 East Hoover in Ann Arbor. Blue by 90, Michigan Sports Network, and Soaring Eagle. Food, drinks, live music. A free beer and food ticket to the first 1,000 people who show up. And you have Soaring Eagle with a ton of giveaways. So that's tomorrow if you're going to the big house. It starts at 3 p.m. The Blue by 90 tailgate, a live performance from country music artist Clayton Anderson. Shep, Matt Shepard, and Anthony Bellino from the Michigan Sports Network will be there tomorrow. That's a cool party. 3 p.m. Blue by 90 tailgate, 327 East Hoover in Ann Arbor. Free beer and food ticket to the first 1,000 people and huge giveaways from our friends at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Sounds like a good time, but I got my watch party. Anthony asked me on the show this morning. I was listening on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. I said, I got the huge watch party at the Brands in Cascade tomorrow. Got to watch my son and the Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Hawks take on Hudsonville Unity Christian. Round one of the Michigan High School Athletic Association D4 playoffs tonight. Nothing but love to all the parents and coaches and players and alumni listening. Get out there and enjoy playoff football. Nothing's like it. It's awesome. And it's the first playoff game my son started. He played last year in the playoff loss to Unity Christian. But this will be his first start in a playoff game as a sophomore for the Hawks at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. His prediction on the game tomorrow night, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com and Jason Strayhorn from the Spartan Radio Network. He thinks the Spartans have a chance. Stray's always positive when it comes to the Spartans, so we'll hear from Strayhorn before the end of the hour. 5 p.m. hour will be the DraftKings. NFL Power Hour, Merrill Hodge, the former Steelers quarterback, will break down the Lions' loss in Dallas and look ahead to the game against Miami on Sunday. We'll also talk about the Bears, the NFC North, and what's wrong with golf and the coaching decisions. That's with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge and the DraftKings. 
NFL Power Hour. That happens once a week here on the Huge Show. Speaking of the Lions and the Dolphins, on Sunday, 10 a.m., DraftKings is presenting another Lions pregame bash at Tin Roof. The old Chelly's a block from Ford Field. Bands, DJs, music, food. I'll be there. 10 a.m. on Sunday before the game at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. Also, when you're watching the Lions, enjoy a Bud Light. Huge love to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light to Lions fans in Detroit and all across the state, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Let's go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on the eve of the Spartans and the Wolverines. Underneath the lights, national television on ABC. If Michigan State, it was the game already set. If they would have lost to Wisconsin, would that have been bumped to a day game? No, I think it still would have been a night game. They've been planning on this for a while, and we've kind of been reporting on that. Fox wanted to, this is really ABC's first shot in a while to get uh, the primetime. Fox has been taking all the big noon games, as you've seen. So they wanted them at primetime. They got them, and they're hopeful probably that Michigan State will play above itself again like they often do in this rivalry and make a good game of it. So um, fortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be a rain game like that um, a couple years ago with the monsoon game or that Notre Dame game uh, two or three years ago as well so it's just gonna be a little chillier at kick but should be a nice night and should be a great atmosphere in ann arbor all right uh, a little over 24 hours away how do you break it down michigan michigan state yeah you know what michigan state's got nothing to lose and from the people that we're talking to they say oh michigan state sees michigan talking and they're confident and everything else but some of the experts too like graham couch who, who did some work with us said you know this team doesn't have a kenneth walker uh you know what and if uh if the receivers don't have a big day then they probably really don't have a shot this offensive line isn't very good their defense isn't very good their pass defense is 122nd in the country out of 131 teams so that's something that you better be able to exploit and if the breaks don't go their way then i think michigan's going to handle them i think they're better at just about every position but Michigan State will be a little bit healthier at the same time, so will Michigan. So uh, the one thing that you have to watch is, is those back shoulder fades and the, and the 50-50 balls. That's how Michigan State approaches this game at times. You and I have talked about this. Even on fourth and twos last year, that game could have been a blowout if they don't connect with Jaden Reed for 40-something yards or whatever it was down to the two, and that game's probably over. So uh, they're going to play that way, and they've got to be prepared for that. I asked Jesse Minner this week if – that's exactly what they were looking out for and he said yes but you know what he said at the same time we just got to play our game and and uh and do what we've been doing all year and they should be fine if if it weren't the green and white on the other sideline and all the crazy things that have happened in this rivalry over the last seven years i think you know michigan fans would be really comfortable not even giving it a second thought but you know how rivalries go bill and uh you can say the old cliche throughout the records that's exactly what jim harbaugh said this week i said earlier on the air with a huge opinion that Thorne and Reed will need a monster game for State to have any chance at keeping this game close unless Michigan just turns it over a million times. Right, like they did in 2017, I guess, right? They had five turnovers to none, and they lost by four points in a monsoon 14-10 to 10 game with their backup quarterback. So but that, those are the things that happen in these types, types of games. So we saw what Rocky Lombardi did. He's not a very good quarterback, and he went out there and was throwing darts to a guy who probably didn't catch as many passes for the rest of his career. I think it was Ricky White than he did in that one game. So uh, it's possible. And you know what? Weird things happen, and then if you start thinking about it and thoughts – doubts start creeping in 
you get tight and uh, and anything can happen. So I don't see it with this team, and I haven't the last two years. We saw the way they rebounded from the loss in East Lansing last year, that they were different, and the way they came back against Penn State and Nebraska. Uh, I think this team is, is, is prepared. I think that they understand uh, what's at stake here. And, uh, and as Jim Harbaugh said, he really, really wants to win this game. And first time in a long time that they've really mentioned Michigan State in the preseason uh, by name. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. What's your prediction on the final score tomorrow night in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I got Michigan something like 38-13. to 13. Uh, I don't see how Michigan State's going to move the ball. I don't think they can run. I think Michigan could probably even put up some more points, depending on if they open up the offense. Uh, you know what? If they turn J.J. McCarthy loose a little bit and have some wrinkles, they could really exploit that Michigan State secondary. And I do think that if they get up big on them, they aren't going to take the foot off the pedal, Bill. I think this could be one of those games that really gets away from Michigan State. Chris, thanks for the prediction. Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back at who won the matchup between the Spartans and the Wolverines. You bet. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ball is joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with both the University of Michigan and Michigan State Athletics. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, so you have the Pistons back in action And you have the good side of the NBA, and then you have the bad side where these dudes just can't shoot. And they take games off. Seriously, the effort in NBA games, I'm not just talking Pistons. It's it's ridiculous how how they just get paid and don't show up. On that segue, I want you to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. (laughs) Use promo code HUGE. When you sign up and get in on that NBA action with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Also, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. And with payouts bigger than ever, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is where I go to bet on the NBA and other sports. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up and make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only after you use promo code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Up next, Anthony Broom. He will tell us why Michigan will win that football game tomorrow night. He's from the Wolverine.com and he'll check in from Ann Arbor after this network TO. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Come 
celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Your Auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. That's Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home, and sporting goods is tripping you up, shop Meyer, where one trip saves you lots of trips. Plus, save just for making the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off every gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or use home delivery and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer, where all you need is just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. What's your prediction on the game tomorrow? You can drop that. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena. First home game is Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets for that game and all games at Tigamaster.com and the usual Tigamaster outlets. 
If you are in the Grand Rapids area listening on 96.1 The Game, Tuesday at 5 p.m., this Tuesday at 5 p.m., it's an open practice free to the public to get in and see the Grand Rapids gold for the first time this year. Then they'll do a two-quarter scrimmage followed by an autograph session with the fans. It's all free to get in. This Tuesday at 5, the open practice with the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Anthony Broom is set to join us from the Wolverine.com. He'll tell us why Michigan's going to win that game tomorrow night. If Michigan State beats them again and Tucker goes to 3-0, and that's all a lot of Michigan State fans need when their coworkers, family members, friends, when you got that great divide. No matter what happens the rest of the season, because remember, State beat Michigan last year. And Michigan went on to win the Big Ten, beat Ohio State, made it to the Big Ten title game for the first time, and crushed Iowa and then got destroyed by Georgia. So the season isn't over for Michigan, believe it or not. If they would lose tomorrow, and I like them 34-17, I know the spread on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board has gone up to 24. It's been going back and forth a little bit. I Could it go even bigger before you get to kickoff tomorrow night? 24. But State was a big underdog, and they came in, and that was with no fans and an afternoon tilt, and Rocky Lombardi was the best quarterback in America that day. I think Michigan comfortable 34-17. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joins us from Ann Arbor. And Anthony, what's the number one reason that Michigan will win this game from your viewpoint? Because they have to. I mean, that's not a football reason, but um, this is a this is a moment for them. This is one of their trophy games. They got, you know, they set four goals for themselves ahead of this season. Beat Michigan State, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, win the national title. Um, I know that what MSU is bringing to the field on Saturday night is not what we thought it would be in the preseason. Uh, It's not, you know, it's not the same stakes that, that last year's game was, but you know, I think in a lot of ways, like you play Michigan State this weekend, but in a lot of ways, I think you kind of you kind of fight. You're fighting yourself too. You're fighting your history. Um, you're zero two against Mel Tucker. This is a. You're coming off a of bye week. You had a lot of momentum. Um, there, there is, there is no reason you shouldn't be able to get up for this game. And I do expect them to get up for this game. But uh, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot to like on paper. I like the map. I like the makeup of this team, uh, from from head coach on down and. No, I think that will lead to them, you know, getting that first rivalry win over this team in three years. What would it be like around eleven o'clock Saturday night if Michigan State rolls in and Mel Tucker jumps on that bus back home to East Lansing and he's three and zero against Harbaugh? Well, it would be unacceptable. Uh, this is a, this is not this is not last year's Michigan State team, which you felt like you know you win that game and you're in prime position to win the Big Ten East or at least compete for it. And, and Michigan State came out the next week and laid an egg against Purdue. But um, this is all this Michigan State team has left. They're not going to win the Big Ten. 
They might not make a bowl game regardless of what happens on Saturday. And and I think you're you're better than them at almost every position. So, like I said before, it's for Michigan. Like it would, I'd be, I can't say I'd be stunned. I mean, we've we've seen Michigan, Michigan State games that have had stunning finishes. Um, they there is just not there's not a scenario on the table where losing this game to Michigan State is digestible or acceptable. So. Again, I mean, I, in terms of what, what does it mean for the future of, of Jim Harbaugh, what does it mean for the future of the program, that stuff, I think, you know, they, they, if they come back and beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, like, there are ways to explain yourself around that, I guess, but you've got to win this football game. I mean, there's, there, there's a path for MSU to make it interesting, um, but every path to that happening kind of comes from Michigan – sort of crapping the bed a bit and, and, and playing a bad game and Michigan state playing out of its mind. So you, you gotta, you gotta lock in and just get this one done and out of the way, because from there on, it's, you know, you want to talk about the collision course with Ohio state. You gotta get through this one first before we start talking that. What's the best thing about this team you didn't expect going back to August when you're writing your preseason magazine with the crew from the Wolverine.com and, that it's come to life, that you uh, this caught you off guard. If anything from this team has, I think there there are probably two things. Uh, as I sit here and kind of answer that one off the cuff, I, I, I think the the depth at the edge rushing position has has surprised me. I, we had questions about do you know do they have do they have an Aiden Hutchinson on the team? Do they have a David Ojabo on the team? They don't have one of those guys. They don't have two of those guys, but they do have four guys, five guys that, you know, they've rotated kind of in and out like hockey lines that, uh, and, and in a pass rush that gets better as the game goes on. So um, it, there are still ways they can improve there, but I, I'm actually pretty, I'm pretty surprised that, uh, you know, there are a lot of names on that depth chart and almost every name that's come in and gotten playing time has made some sort of impact. So that's been encouraging. And the second is, uh, for me, Blake Corum, in a lot of ways, like I, I didn't really question the fact that he could be a lead back, but you know, that to to think that he could shoulder the load like Hassan Haskins did and be a guy that gets 30 carries a week and moves a pile, like that's not I, not to say that I didn't expect Blake to be able to do that, but you know, last year I didn't see that guy, you know, the guy that's going to put his shoulder down and move a pile. He was he was the lightning to. Uh, just on Haskins Thunder, and I think on his own, he's been Thunder and Lightning, and you're starting to see that rub off on Donovan Edwards a bit too. So, expected that backfield to be talented, but um, you know the fact that they've upgraded in terms of talent and and playmaking ability at that position is it's it's very impressive. So those are those would be the two things that have kind of struck me. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. If the opponent tomorrow night was Ohio State rather than Michigan State, how would you feel about that matchup, Michigan versus the Buckeyes? Yeah, coming off, uh, I mean, if Ohio State had played last week and Michigan's coming off a bye week, I would have questions about it. But, you know, just on the matchup alone, I'd have to think that when Michigan goes to Columbus, they will probably be, I don't know, maybe an eight eight-point underdog, nine-point underdog, whatever it is. But, you know, when I look at 
you know, the question of this year and the question of going into this this next game against Ohio State will be, do you have the, the formula to sustain it again? Uh, you know, it, it does the does the, the the power football does the controlling the trenches thing work? I think it does. Um, you know, I, I do. You know, I would still give Ohio State the edge right now because I do think we've seen a grit to this this year's Ohio State team that we didn't see with last year's group. Uh, they still have you know that explosive gear offensively, but you know, Michigan caught all this crap early on about how they haven't played anyone and they haven't been tested. You show me somewhere on that schedule where Ohio State's really been tested yet, too. So, I don't think that there's this uh, there's this gap that you know that Vegas seems to think there is, the national media seems to think there is. Um, Michigan, to me, like you got to play your best football going into Columbus. But if that game were tomorrow, I'd I'd give them more than a puncher's chance. I mean, I think it's. I'd probably give the edge to Ohio State, but that's that's a coin flip to me right now. I mean, those both of those teams feel like they are on the warpath to each other. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens when when the time comes. But uh, this Michigan team has the DNA to do it again. The one thing I circle is the Notre Dame game, and Notre Dame has an average defense, and they made that a fourth quarter game in Columbus. So I believe looking at this Michigan defense and their ability to run the ball, and if you don't have major injuries to Corum or Edwards or the O-line, I, I think they'll be able to dictate the pace of that game by running the football. And if you want to stack the box like I expect Michigan State to do tomorrow night, I believe any coach now would look at Corum, would look at Edwards and say, I'm going to make J.J. McCarthy beat me. Not those two. Yeah, and I think that that the potential for that to like that could make that could be something where coaches eat their words, you know, depending on where JJ is at in his development. I think we're starting to get to the time of the season now where, you know, he's not he's not a you know he's not a puppy anymore. He started six games. He's got his feet underneath him. He's been dropped into you know the most supportive for a quarterback system you can be in, where you have a great running game and. You know, you just kind of have to do your job and run the offense and, and make plays. And we've seen him get better. But, um, you know, if Michigan's going to find that next gear as a team, it's going to be because J.J. McCarthy takes that extra step at quarterback. Uh, you know, you're able to, where you're able to, you know, the first five or six weeks of the year or seven games in Michigan's case, no, you're building, you're building your identity. You're building your callus. You're, you're setting tendencies. You're, setting things up on film and then now down the stretch here and in one of this one of these trophy games is where you start to break tendency and pull the training wheels off a bit so you know does that mean that all of a sudden that they're going to stop running the football and they're going to air it out 40 times a game if that's what the game dictates i think they're comfortable with with that if that's what it comes down to but um, the key to all of it is michigan's offensive line and, and you kind of hit on it bill where you, when, when you are that talented and that dominant up front, you get to control what a football game looks like. You get to set the terms of what a football game looks like. So, you know, if those guys come to play, uh, it's it's I, again, th- those guys at their best in, in this college football setup this year, this Michigan team has the goods for this just to be a trophy game that you just check the box and, and there's more to accomplish. Um, it's 
it's a big one tomorrow night. You know, Michigan State has the ability to play up. I do believe that. And I think, you know, it's in terms of the pick your poison thing. I mean, yeah, despite how their secondary has performed, if I'm Michigan State, I'm doing everything I can uh, to to load the box, to take the run away, and let that young quarterback beat me. And and if J.J. McCarthy beats, beats me and he throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns, you just kind of have to throw your arms up and go, well, that's that's a hell of a ask, and uh, that was a tough day at the office for us. But that's a gear, again, I'm not rooting for someone to stop the run on Michigan. I don't want to get things twisted there. But I am interested in seeing how that works if it's not there because they haven't had a day where they've struggled yet. And they haven't had to have a day where they opened up the passing attack and let J.J. go, and I don't know if that's by design. That if Harbaugh in his mind, sitting with his staff, says we are dominating the line of scrimmage, we don't have to show our passing game until we get to Ohio State or when we need it. Our, our true open it up air attack, because they have the receiver depth. You have McCarthy with the arm. If this was all just about pounding the football, you never would have gave him the job. Yeah, I mean, well, something we've seen him do a much better job of, too, is that you know, earlier on, and we're still seeing some of it. I mean, there's that throw up the sideline to Blake Corum that, you know, one of those no, 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 yes plays against Penn State, right, where he still kind of, you know, he still kind of does the hero ball thing from time to time. But something I've liked that we've seen out of him, and it goes beyond just, you know, airing it out and and what the stats look like, is that when those guys have been covered down the field, and they have been covered down the field at times, that's the wide receivers have to do a better job of getting open and getting that separation you're starting to see JJ do a better job of, of just getting on his getting on his horse and getting out of there, um, and using his legs and and you know we're seeing him make better reads in the quarterback run game. So, yeah, I mean, there, JJ McCarthy has the job because you know in in the bread and butter areas of this Michigan passing game, you know there, you know the deep balls. There's always those opportunities, but in this offense, it's the throws. You know the intermediate throws, the short throws. He's been he's been elite. The play action throws. He's been elite. I mean, there's been few guys in all of college football that have been as good and, and graded out as highly as what he's done there. So, you know, he's checked every single box they could have asked for so far. But um, there's going to be a, there's going to be a game where something gets thrown off schedule and he has to win it for them because that's what happens at this level of college football. So, and. Do I? I won't call it a concern. It is a question mark. We'll see. We're not going to know what it looks like until it happens. Uh, the one time we've have sort of seen that this year was that second half against Indiana, where you know you had all of that stuff go wrong in the first half with you know, the the Mike Hart scare. The, the team just was was flat, and coaches went in the locker room and said, you know what, we're going to put the ball in JJ's hands in the second half. And see what happens. And he threw a pick in the end zone, but after that, um, you know, he goes 10 for 10, I think 104, 105 yards with two touchdowns. And, you know, there's a big reason why you pulled away in that game. Now, Indiana's not Michigan State. Indiana's not Penn State. Indiana's not Ohio State. But when you, you're looking for guys that are cut from a cloth work, yeah, you're going to make mistakes. But how do you respond to that? I have, I have zero doubt. If it comes down to J.J. McCarthy needing to win them a game, I think he can do it. I think he can do it as early as tomorrow night. His name is Anthony Broom. The Wolverine.com team is ready for Michigan State 
at Michigan. Follow everything leading up to the game, during the game, after the game, and all University of Michigan athletics at thewolverine.com. Anthony, great breakdown. and Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and get your thoughts on who won. Sounds great. I can't. I uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. He's nervous. I think he's a little. Him and Clayton Safia. Like, what if they lose? What do we write? Well, they lost, but they're still winners to us. They do a good job. They really do. Now, tomorrow night for the game, you can join Anthony Bellino and the Michigan Sports Network uh, in Ann Arbor for that huge tailgate. Uh, That will be happening beginning at 3 o'clock just by the stadium. I think the official address, I have it, and I'll give it to you. It's a huge tailgate uh, with Blue by 90. They're going to have live music, free beer and food ticket to the first 1,000 people. Huge giveaways courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino. Uh, He'll be there. Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. Uh, it's a huge event. So if you're going down to the Michigan State-Michigan game, check it out. 327 East Hoover. I think I said Harvey earlier. 327 East Hoover uh, is the site of that tailgate. And if you're listening in Grand Rapids on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, you can join me with Mike Brand Sr. and his team at the Brand Steakhouse and Grill in Cascade, just east of town. I'll be there tomorrow night. For the game, and remember, all brands' locations will have Michigan, Michigan State with food and drink specials happening. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. And also, you can order in or pick up all of your brand's favorites for your own huge house party with Michigan, Michigan State. Just go to brands.com and have them delivered or ready for pickup. 24-7, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code, SHEPBET, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older wager michigan only this is a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons huge here for van andel institute purple community now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support var mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. talk with Jason Strayhorn from the Spartan Football Radio Network. Get his thoughts on the game Saturday night at the Big House. Welcome back, Jason. Uh, thanks for having me, Huge. All right, uh, this Michigan State team, from what you were thinking during the offseason, summer camp, to where they are right now, I know the Wisconsin win was big, but now this matchup with Michigan, emotions are easy to bring to the field uh, your thoughts, though, when it comes down to player versus player, how Michigan State matches up? I honestly think that, you know, barring all the injuries that Michigan had, Michigan State had early on uh, with losing leaders like Xavier Henderson, Darius Snow, obviously Darius for the season, and, you know, Jacob Slade, guys like that, Petrovsky on um, defensive line, really, really did hurt their progress and it attributed to that four. Uh, straight losses. I think that when you look at the style of play between the two teams, I think the Michigan State matches up much better with Michigan than they had with other teams because when you look at Michigan, they're not a very pass-happy team. They're more of a let's line it up and run it down your throat type of team. Not saying that Michigan State has been excellent or anything against the run, but much better against the run than they are uh, against the pass. So I'm anxious to see how this game plays out if they are able to corral and bring population, as Mel Tucker likes to say, to the ball, bringing a lot of guys to the ball carriers like Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. Jason Strayhorn from the Spartan Football Radio Network joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you surprised uh, how this team went from you know, top 15 in the country. Uh, and like I said, the Wisconsin win was so big. One of the biggest wins of Mel Tucker's uh, short tenure at Michigan State. But the drop, uh, did that catch you off guard? It, it did. You know, when you're looking at the, the season the outlook, but you uh, you knew why it happened. It didn't. It wasn't a surprise that it happened because of the injuries. I mean, nobody in that locker room is going to use it as an excuse. But look, on the outside looking at we're close to the program. And we know. Like, if you have backups playing in the positions that they never thought that they would be in, it's not going to go well for you in the Big Ten season. You need guys with experience, especially at critical positions like free safety. That's the position with Xavier Henderson I'm speaking of that gets people lined up. They communicate all the way through the cadence up to the snap 
of the ball to make sure everyone's on the same page because just a slight misalignment of six inches here or there can create a big play for the opposing team. So that's what happened, and there's nothing really you can do. There's nothing you can do about it. I think the bye week for Michigan State hit at a perfect time for them after the big win on homecoming against Wisconsin. It's going to allow for more guys to be healthy, and obviously they're going to bring the emotion for this game on Saturday. Peyton Thorne struggles. Uh, he just hasn't really seemed in sync, and he was a rising QB star at the D1 level after last season, even on some watch lists for the best QB in America and even an early Heisman watch list. Why his struggles? Uh, I think there's a couple things. You have the offensive line that has not been playing up to par. He doesn't have the run game as he did a year ago with Kenneth Walker, K-9, the third uh, being able to bail the entire team and erase a lot of mistakes uh, because of just how good he was, and you're seeing that on Sundays now uh, as a Seahawk. Uh, but he also lost his favorite target since seventh grade, and Jaden Reed. Jaden didn't make the, the trip out to Washington. Uh, Jaden had an injury and some kind of a laceration on his back, and it wasn't himself until you saw at the homecoming game a couple of weeks ago against Wisconsin. He had the live legs. He looked fresh, you know, and he was finally healed up, which gave Peyton Thorne the trust. And that's what you got to have as a quarterback. If you don't trust where guys are going to be, you know, on those routes, then it's going to make you hesitate. And that's what he was doing. He was hesitating, and you cannot do that against great opponents like you have week in and week out in the Big Ten. So what's your prediction on this game tomorrow night? Michigan State, Michigan, final score? You know, I think this is going to be a very close game. Michigan State has a chance to win it. They've got to play a perfect game as far as turnovers and penalties. They cannot turn the ball over. I think if you stop the run and, and, and limit Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards to somewhere in that 150 yards total rushing range and you get after J.J. McCarthy, you're looking at a 34 the 30 type of ball game uh, where Michigan State could come out on top with an explosive game by Keon Coleman, Jaden Reed, and the bunch like that. I think that you want to see uh, the tight ends get involved as well. Malik Carr and Daniel Barker. Thank you so much, Jason. I know you're busy, man. Enjoy that call tomorrow night with King George on the Spartan Football Radio Network. I appreciate it. Go green. All right, Jason Strayhorn checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with both Michigan and Michigan State. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. And coming up tomorrow inside Van Andel Arena, the Royal Comedy Tour featuring Simone, Bruce Bruce, Arnez J, and Lavelle Crawford. Tickets available now at the usual Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com, and the Van Andel Arena box office. Then on Tuesday, November 1st, The Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, will have an open practice that's free for everybody to get in at Van Andel Arena with a scrimmage and an autograph session afterwards. 
And then on Thursday, November 3rd, comedian Bill Burr inside Van Andel Arena. Get those tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 6th, rumors of Fleetwood Mac. The best Fleetwood Mac tribute band will be at DeVos Performance Hall. And those tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. And November 8th through the 13th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents Come From Away at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And on November 9th, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. Get those tickets now at your usual Ticketmaster outlets and at Ticketmaster.com. And on November 15th, Pussifier in concert at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And at DeVos Place, don't forget about the Jurassic Quest that roars into downtown Grand Rapids November 4th through the 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Google Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three, and that means it's time for another DraftKings Sportsbook app NFL Power Hour presented by DraftKings. Make sure you download the DK Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. Inside this hour, former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join us. We'll talk about the Lions' loss to the Cowboys. Look ahead to the game Sunday in the Motor City against the Dolphins. Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, will check in on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour and my conversation with Lomas Brown, who is straightforward on pinning the blame on why the Lions are at 1-5. and five. You will hear that uh, before this Power Hour is done. If you have an NFL question or a comment about the Lions, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21000. Checking in on the NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app is former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. And Merrill, uh, let's get right to the Lions and the Dolphins. The Lions played an inspired defensive first half, and then they stunk it up offensively the entire game, and the Cowboys pulled away and won by... A big number that wasn't as close as the game really was, but a loss is a loss in the NFL. Dan Campbell and the Lions are reeling. Now they're back at home Sunday against the Dolphins. What do they need to do to get that much-needed victory? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Um, it's funny. Um, no, not funny. I mean, it's always interesting when you, when you watch tape. You know, what, what changed that game was um, was no nothing um, – Football fundamental stuff, you know. It's not wasn't like an X and an O um, things you drop on a board, you know. Execution of a play. It was about 
a, a relentless effort that you have to play this game with. And that was Micah Parson. Okay, Micah Parson runs down, um, I'm forgetting his name, the tight end there, you know, just before he scores and keeps him. Now, where he comes from and the effort that he gives to make that tackle and hold him up a half a yard short. Well, in the very next play, um, number 90 does a great job of penetrating, you know, forces a fumble, and the game the game spirals after that. So, you know, like, listen, I can I can I feel for the Lions, I feel for the coaching staff. Um, kind of been in those predicaments before. You know what you do? Um, what I do? I I went in that meeting, and I would have shown the effort that changed the game, and that's what we need to do because at the end of the day. We're, you guys are pulling the pin on yourself. You know, the Lions are pulling the pin on yourself. The majority of the time, it's self self inflicted. So, those, as hard as they are, and they're the most brutal ones, they can be corrected the easiest. Um, and I'm sure that, that staff is frustrated because they keep doing that. Like, they, they play some really good football. You know, when I looked at them and studied, I compare them to the league, you know, not, not just to the opponent they're playing. You know, they do, um, at least do have developed one thing they're, they're very good at that helps you win a game and helps you consistently win, and that's they, they run the football. Um, they, and they do that with purpose, and they establish that. Can't think of many games in the last two years that they haven't done that. Um, in fact, that kind of helped the, the Dallas game, quite honestly, because they were able to do that. They were complimented very well. Then that happened, and the interception happened. Um, you know, then they gave up a couple of big, of big plays on the running game when they'd done so well, and it just it spiraled out of control after that. So, you know, um, the one thing you have to do as a leader is you have to find ways to learn and grow. Um, the best way to ever do that is from a professional perspective. Most, every successful person I've ever dealt with does this. You got to self evaluate. You know, if you can't do that as a pro, you can't do that as a coaching staff, then you can't grow and you can't move. Um, and there's no harm in showing, okay, this effort here, okay, that changed the game. That's what we need every down, every play, every second. Um, so, you know, we'll see how they respond from it because, you know, you know, there's moments like this. To me, I think it can be great growth. You know, as devastating as it was, you know, because um, I've kind of I've ridden, I've ridden the wagon with you. I mean, I'm, my best friend's been a Detroit Lions since we, we were eight years old. So I've, I've lived with the Lions forever listening to his family. So, um, and then watching him personally, really in-depthly, you know, and really my entire career at ESPN doing it, um, you know, I can feel their ups and downs. But, you know, these critical debacles, you know, you might be able to find that little diamond, you know, that, that changes the course of your season and how you guys move forward. One in five, though, man, it's all about wins, losses in the NFL. I get yeah. culture, I get strategy, I get execution I understand all of that but you're really judged as a team uh, by wins and losses they're one and five uh, they're four games behind the Vikings and they get the Dolphins so uh, a lot of speed a lot of quick releases yeah. from Tua uh, very active defense I'm trying to figure out how the Lions can beat the Dolphins on Sunday well I will tell you this they do have some things no that's not gonna go watch. I guarantee they're going to watch the Steelers and watch teams that have had success. Even though the Steelers didn't beat them, beat them defensively, they schemed them as good as anybody schemed them all year. And and you have to do this. You know, at the end of the day, you got to understand what they do conceptually very well. They 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 have a really good RPO system, and that ball has to come out quick for Tua to be successful. Okay, he's a very limited passer. If you make him reset his feet, 
um, and he throws, starts throwing the ball down the field, and it becomes a Hail Mary. Okay, so you've got to get him into those positions. Um, how do you do that? You know, a lot of the things that the Steelers did is because they do an RPO, instead of making the entire defense read things together, there was a lot of plays where um, like a third of the defense played pass based on where the wide receivers were, and maybe linebacker was included in this, and then the other people played the run, you know, if you're going to play a zone concept. Um, the man concept, um, you know, gives you some other flexibilities with that. But what you can't get, what you can't do in this when you play them, you just can't get fooled by how they paralyze the box with those, the fake, the misdirection, a guard pulls, you know, all that looks like run, and then you create a void, and the ball comes out real quick, and it's a seven-yard throw, but it ends up being a 15-yard gain or a 50-yard gain, you know, with the speed that they have. So um, my um, Cincinnati uh, did some things well where they used some robber coverage. You know, that's the coverage I'm seeing more and more teams use. And that's really to give your listener an idea of it was, or what it is, is like you have two deep safeties initially, and then the snap of the ball. One of those safeties is free to drop into the box. And he can do one of two things. He can help double a guy, or he can just read the quarterback and go where the quarterback goes. You know, and a lot of quarterbacks get fooled by that. I've seen the greatest quarterback in the history of our game, Tom Brady, throw a pick in the NFC Championship game to end the game off that coverage. So I don't care how long you play, you can get fooled by it. So they have some things that they could do, and I think they have the personnel to do it. You know, they have great speed at linebacker. Um, if they can do some things up front with, you know, getting pressure off the edges like they've been doing. And they've got to play the run like they did in the first half because Miami will run the football. Um, you know, they, they're pretty good and committed to that. So you're going to have to neutralize that first. And when you do that, you know, then, then they are limited in what they, in their RPO thing. You know, they, once you take that away from them, then they're, then two is in real trouble. So I, I still think you have, you have a really good chance, you know, to line up and beat them, you know, because, you know, they, they're not, I don't think, you know, I, they're not, they're not as great as, as people may, um, claim that they are just because they have the speed of wide receiver. Your quarterback's limited. And if you can put him in a bad, a lot of bad spots, and you can get him there, um, he's a very below-average uh, player. His name is Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, former ESPN insider, joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. When a team's reeling like this, Merrill, take me inside the practices the week before this Miami game. Uh, they had the bye week. That's your recharge time. You're one and five. You are what your record says you are. How does Dan Campbell rally this team like he did at the end last year? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I've been in a scenario like that as a player, and leadership is vital. Your head coach, critical in how he handles this. I'll give you an example. We had the worst we had the worst 0-2 start, maybe in the history of the National Football League, based on how we got beat. Okay, we got beat at home 51 to nothing. This is 1989 by Cleveland, division rivalry. We walk up to Cincinnati, we rally, we put it behind us, and we get beat 41 to 10 by Cincinnati. So now we cannot be a a more pathetic group, and we and we feel terrible. I mean, you know, everybody's thought we're the worst team and worst start in the history of football. And um, we, we we had nothing to defend that. And I'll tell you this, our, our meeting that we went into right after that, that 0-2 start, 
we couldn't have been a more depressed group um, as a team. And I remember what Chuck Knoll did. Chuck Knoll stood in front of us. He said, I've heard. I've seen everything they're writing about you. I know where you stand as far as history goes. But I want you to know one thing. I believe in you. As soon as he said, I believe in you, I'm telling you, like in that room, you felt it. You just felt the energy shift. You know, you felt I did. I remember sitting up in my seat going, okay. You go, now listen, we, we, got a, we got a lot. This, this is an arduous turnaround here. But here, here's what we got to do. And then he orchestrated, really mapped out how we had to start rebuilding, changing some things. And we had Minnesota, ironically, speaking of the division, coming into town, and they were all, uh, 2-0. Um, and they th- throttled people. You know, end up beating them. Um, so, you know, it, it starts there. You know, what he does, I, I don't know. But you got to do something that gives belief in in your players because you know players are human beings too. You know, you 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 know, listen, you got them all fighting their tails off. Okay, nobody did any of that on purpose. And there's nothing more depressing than a player when you're trying everything possible and you still walk away with a loss. Um, to your point, you know, your record is your record. You're right. You know, you get hired and fired by those things. Um, but there's still a human a human element to this whole aspect, and you have to play to that, and you have to find ways to build them up and get them back. You know, going in a forward position. You know, because all you can do is Miami Dolphins. We win this one; that changes a lot of things. That just gives us a chance to start moving on to win another one and dig ourselves out of this hole we got. I have to tell you something, Merrill. Looking at the rest of their schedule, a week ago I thought, hey, they could beat the Bears twice. Maybe get Green Bay at home. Maybe the Vikings at home, who have been lucky but good, sitting at five and one. But then I watched the Bears uh, surprise the living daylights out of me on how well they played the Red Hot Patriots. What's going on in Chicago? Well, because it is you, 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 me, and everybody else in Chicago. Because I will tell you this: that was the complete antithesis of what we saw against Washington. And I will tell you this: I, I don't think I can remember. A time that I saw Bill Belichick's team taken off guard. They were off. I mean, they got taken off guard by the Bears' offense. That quarterback uh, power or sweep that they ran on them. Um, There's several plays that you could tell they were completely blindsided by it. Um, the Bears' defense, the way they attacked them, the way they pressured them, completely unaware. I mean, they had them on the ropes and never let them off the ropes. I mean, it was a, a, a thorough trouncing that I have not seen Bill Belichick's team ever take. Now, I'd hate to be the Jets this week who they played because I would tell you this. You, you talk about Chicago being a different team from last week. Uh, the Patriots, I promise you, would be a different team. Now, that being said, let's go to what the Bears did. Um, aside from doing those plays I just mentioned that caught the Patriots off guard, you know, they really went back and simplified things for uh, for Fields. You know, they did. They moved him and they did half field reads. Um they ran the ball in a lot of passing situations, not just sort of taking pressure off him. You know, now the score allowed them to do that, but they really did a lot, a great job of managing the game, putting him in really ideal situations. And he responded like that. You could tell he, he threw the ball with authority. He, he was confident. You could tell he, he, he was processing things. Not like the Washington game where his head was on a swivel, he was uncertain, ball was going all over the place. Um, he was flinching, he was hitching and stuff. Um, none of that existed. So um, it would be interesting to see, you know, anybody can have a game. I, I told them what they had. You know, you had a really bad game, you had a really good game. They've been inconsistent. Um, this week will say a lot to, you know, where their growth is as a team and, and Justin Fields. 
Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, former ESPN inside the NFL analyst, now part of our weekly DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure when you want to get in on the action on the NFL Thursday night, Sundays, and Mondays, always use code HUGE when you sign up. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE to get in on the NFL action. Speaking of quarterbacks, I want to get your breakdown here before we're done on what has gone wrong with Jared Goff. He looked awesome against Seattle, basically pretty good uh, to start the year. And the last two games, he's looked like dog meat. Where did it go wrong? Well, now listen, unfortunately, that's kind of been Jared's M.O. I mean, you know, um, that, that's kind of been his flaw. You know, there'll be times where he's he's in rhythm. He. Let's go back when he's in rhythm. The, the, the best one, when he's in rhythm is when you guys are controlling. When he was at the Rams and they're in control, they were dictating the line of scrimmage. They're running boot action, run action, you know, defined reads here, either or, you know, not these full complex reads where you've got to, you know, process a lot of things and work through coverage differently. When he's asked to do a ton of that is when he runs into trouble when you can make it more simple for him. And keep in mind, I don't care how good your quarterback is, I still believe it's one of the best ways to be consistent throwing the football and explosive, too, by the way. This off of, off of hard run action. When you, know, you really paralyze the box, you give them hard looks, um, and then you help your quarterback with that moment of hesitation he's going to get in underneath coverage, maybe even over top stuff, because they can get caught up in, in their eyeballs looking into the backfield and, and get frozen. He plays better like that. If you can play a lot of, if you can function with a lot of football like that, I, mean, I think you can. Then you got a guy that can be really effective for you. If you're having to start going, you know, four wides and empty, and you know, dicing a team up, that's that's not what he has done well. You know, that's where he has had his moments of struggle, and and you've been you've been in moments like that, you know, um, uh, that that have exposed that, you know, so. That goes back to you know how you could probably re- uh, resurrect this team and its offense. You already got that running game; it's already established. You got to keep, got to keep building on that. Can't ever leave that. That can never um, disappear on you. That's got to be a live component of everything that you do when you do it. And then you can you'll build your offense off that, and you can keep him in in the strength of what he does. Yeah, you could see when Swift was in the lineup because he's a house running back from anywhere on the field and. Uh, when the running game was setting up the passing game, that's when uh, golf is at his best. We'll see what happens Sunday against the Dolphins in Detroit. Lions need to win that game. Or I don't know. I'm looking at the schedule. I, I, I don't, they could finish one in sixteen. I mean, it's. Uh, I know it's the NFL, but amazing to look at this team where they were at one and one with that double digit lead against Minnesota in Week Three on the road, and now they're literally the worst team. Uh, in the NFL, and here we are, only six games in. Must win Sunday against the Dolphins. We'll talk next week. Look back at the Miami game. Always appreciate your NFL insight. You got it, big dog. Have a good weekend. All right, there he is, Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back and former insider on Inside the NFL on ESPN, part of our DraftKings NFL Power Hour. We do that each and every week, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on the action on the National Football League. From Grand Rapids to Detroit. 
This show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are back at home this weekend, and as the roster continues to fluctuate, we did finally get some clarity about the 2022 first-rounder and exciting wide receiver prospect, Jamison Williams. Coach Campbell commented on Williams' status for the season on Wednesday. No, there's still hope. Uh, we There again, he, he's put together a, a pretty good month, a real good month. And so uh, we, we feel like we're going to have him before this season's out. You know, I, I, it's hard to say when that's going to be. I mean, I, I would say at least probably another month. But I do feel like we're going to get him before this is said and done. Detroit Lions owner Sheila Hamp expressed confidence in the head coach Dan Campbell and general manager Brad Holmes in a rare meeting with reporters on Wednesday as well. But she did stop short of talking anything related to job security. Lions and Dolphins on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And hunting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. We do it each and every week on the Huge Radio Network. If you have a NFL or Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go talk to Lomas Brown, one of the greatest Lions of all time, also part of the Lions radio network. And Lomas, man, I'm, I'm having a tough time trying to figure out how I was watching a one-and-one team leading by double digits in the second half against now 5-1 and one Minnesota. And they're now the worst team in the NFL, at least in draft order status. Uh, I, I just, I, I've never seen, I've seen a lot with the Lions, Lomas. I've never seen a free fall like this in season, and we're not even halfway home yet. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of discouraging, to be honest with you, Hughes, that the way the season is turning out so far, and it's just, you know, just the things that have been happening, you know, things like the defense being historically bad when they were, um, and now it seems like the defense is starting to play, you know, a lot better. But now you got you got the offense struggling um, and putting the defense in terrible positions, um, you know, not to have success. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is actually how our over the last couple of weeks how our offense has really hurt our defense. And, you know, the defense needed as much help as they can get. And instead of getting help, they're getting the opposite of that. So that's been surprising, especially since we thought the strength of this team was going to be on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially with our offensive line and our running game. And, you know, things hadn't really turned out that way. So I'm, I'm like you, Huge. I'm having a hard time. Um, I even gave Coach Campbell a hug after the game 
uh, you know, on Sunday, man, because, you know, the feelings that I have for him. But I just – it's just hard. It's just hard going through it as a uh, active player. And believe me, it's hard watching it and going through it as a former player, too. If you had to step back for a moment, Lomas, and objectively just say this is why they have collapsed, uh, what would be that checklist in order at one, two, and three? Well, I mean, the number one thing would be, especially, you know, at the quarterback position. We all know that's the most important position. And, you know, you, you can lead in, in different ways, huge. I mean, you know, you don't have to go out there and throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns every game. You know, there's other ways of leading, you know, with your body language. I think that's a big thing with the quarterback. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks with Jared, I mean, for his body language, you could he looks defeated. And when you're on the field and you see your leader, you know, body language like that, of course, what's his, what is going to do is going to uh, spread throughout your team. So I just think Jared says all the right things, but again, I think your body language—you know—it says a lot of things too. And then you know the other thing is just some of the decisions that we've made. You know, be it on the coaching side of the ball with you know going forward at certain times when maybe you don't need to go forward. Um, you know, with some of the play calling, too. You know, you can't excuse Ben Johnson for some of the things. You know, on some of those fourth downs, you know, I didn't have a problem with a lot, some of those fourth down calls. I think more of my problems were with the, the fourth down plays that they use. Um, so, you know, some of that falls on the coaches. And getting these guys ready to play, that has to fall on the coaches. And Dan knows that. Dan and that coaching staff, those guys have been between those lines. So they know that. So, you know, hopefully, man, I thought things would look a little better or a lot better after the open week. So hopefully they can keep grinding away and get things back on track. But right now they're just not looking good. What has improved is the defense from that Seattle game. They they didn't look bad. Uh, at New England uh, in they that first half, uh, really in early third quarter, uh, they played well enough to uh, give the Lions a chance to stay in the game and uh, win it. But the lack of adjustments and what I'm seeing, Lomas, yeah. and you, you you played football at the highest level, you know, Florida, NFL, high school, uh, coaching, especially in the National Football League, they know what you're doing. They adjust, uh, and, and the good ones find a way to get through it. Not every time, but most of the time. I, I'm seeing this staff getting out coached in games. I really am. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right about the adjustments. What's alarming to me, too, huge, is like you said, when we come out of halftime, it, it just had these last two weeks. My goodness, man, we, we've come out flat. You know, we haven't come out and it doesn't seem like we made a lot of adjustments. And that's puzzling to me, especially with you, like you say, when we come out of halftime and, you know, you don't make the necessary adjustments or the necessary things that you have to do. It, it, I'm, I'm with you, my, my friend. It's puzzling to me what goes on at halftime where we can't come out and make some of the adjustments that we need to make the stay in ball games or the the win ball games. And the other thing is just just us 
finishing. I mean, you know, just finishing. You know, you start the game a certain way, and you want to be able to finish that game a certain way. And, again, we're just not finishing games. Whether we have the league or we don't have the league, right now we're not finishing games either. So it's a couple of things that are alarming me, too. Uh, that's going on. They're correctable things. Those are things that can get corrected. They just have to start getting corrected. Man, that game uh, for Dan Campbell and his staff against the Dolphins on Sunday, back at home after you dropped the egg against Seattle, you blew the Minnesota game, you didn't show up offensively against New England, and again, you don't show up offensively at Dallas. Uh, NFL stands for not for long, and it's not about the nice guys or guys you know or like, and you've had buddies get cut or shown the door, and you know it's a tough business. Uh, but Dan Campbell and his staff have to find a way to have this team prepared and deliver four quarters of football and win that game on Sunday. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I'm telling you, huge. The Fords got the they 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 take some of this fault too now. They have to they got the fall on the sword this year too. And the reason why I say that is you let the Matt Patricia Bond Quinn regime get rid of all your talent. Even though we knew those guys were on shaky ground, you still let them do things like, you know, get rid of Darren Slade, uh, they did. Uh. You know, you yeah, and then you let them do things, you know, that just I, I just I didn't understand it huge. I mean, those guys were almost like the walking dead, but yet and still you made them do things or you let them, you allowed them to do things that have set this team back years. I mean, years. Then you go, then they go out, think about it. They go out, they get rid of Slay. Then you turn around and you draft Jeff Okuda, who's having a great year this year. I'm not going to even lie. But at that time, we didn't really need a Jeff Okuda. We had a shutdown corner in Darius Slay. We had safeties in Quandre Diggs. And you can even go back to Glover Quinn. So now you're just recycling. Then you have to turn around and you have to pick a corner hit the third pick in the draft because you let your shutdown corner go now. So that's why I say some of this has to fall on the fours, uh, Sheila, and it has to fall on them. So to me, I think Dan Campbell and the staff are safe. I don't care what the record ends up this year. I just don't see them making a move by releasing or cutting or firing any of those guys. I think the fours have to fall on the sword for this year. Next year, it's a different situation. This year, they got the fall on the sword for what's going on and what's happening with this team. Well said, and I I do agree with you. I'm not calling for Dan Campbell uh, to be fired, but if this season ends up 1-16, and how in the heck does Dan Campbell or anybody connected to this team, including the Ford family, sell hope to the fan base during the offseason? Well, uh, again, huge. Look at our fan base. Look at our fan base. They don't have to sell hope to our fan base. We got one of the best, I'll say the best fan base in the NFL. These people come out, our fans come out. They came out for the 16 season. They packed the, the, the dome. They packed it every Sunday. They, 
we had a confident guy, Matt, Matt, Matt Newton, leading us. Everybody knew that he was incompetent of doing his job, but yet still, the same showed up. They know that. I mean, you know, the organization know that we got the best fans, and these people are going to come. They're going to support the Lions through thick and thin. I don't care if they win one game, no games. They're going to support them, and they know that. They know that, huge. So, so, again, to me, the Fords fall on the sword this year. They have to because of things that were allowed to happen when Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn were here. Well said, Lomas. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, being a part of the Lions Radio Network, I don't think we'll get in trouble. I think it's an honest statement. I, I, I just would love to be a fly on the wall and try and figure out how you can watch the film of the first half against Washington, who just beat the Packers this past weekend. Uh, one of the best halves of football outside of finishing, maybe a couple of those drives in the end zone that I've seen collectively from the Lions, offensively and defensively and special teams. And then uh, you come back and you give away the Minnesota game where you led by double digits in the second half. And then you put up 45 and you lose to Seattle, who has shown they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, they're offensive weapons. You can see what an offense around you, including Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, who's emerging as one of the best backs in the league. And then you, you, you don't show up. with You play with no emotion against New England. You play with no passion or emotion after a bye week against Dallas. And I think that's, you know, you talk about those loyal Lions fans. They will not tolerate teams quitting or not showing up in Detroit. Absolutely. You are not. That's the one thing, Huge, you can't do. As a player, that's the one thing, like you said, is unforgivable. It's for a player or, you know, a player or a staff to give up. You're right. That's the absolute bottom worst that can happen. And I haven't seen that, you know, now, again, Huge. Look at some of the injuries that we've had. And I know it's hard when you got different guys going in. You can't develop chemistry. You got guys really don't – you can't play some of the, the plays that you want to call. You can't do that. Some of the defenses or the schemes you may want to run, you can't do that because you might have a rookie, a second-year guy, an inexperienced guy back there that can't handle that. I understand they have been – hamstrung a little bit by that because we have had some injuries that I don't think we really counted on having coming into this season. But I haven't seen those guys give up. I know, again, what I think the Lions should do and the coaching staff should do is to go back and shorten all the playbooks. Go back and shorten the offensive playbook, the defensive playbook, put in things that we're very good at running. It may not be a lot of things, but it's got to be some things that we're really good at running, shorten down the game plans, and run what you run good over and over and over again. Make the offense, I'm sorry, make the defense try to stop your offense and make your, your, your defense more effective against some of the offenses that we have to play. That's the only thing I could think you could do, uh, 
you know, right now. You can't do anything drastically. I don't think you want to do anything drastically because that shows the players that you're panicking. And as a coaching staff, you don't want to show the, the players that you're panicking. You want to show them that, hey, we're going to ride this out. We're going to continue to do the things that make us successful, but we're going to stick with it. Those ones, to me, has to happen. I think that's the only thing that can happen at this point to try to help salvage uh, this year. Well, I'm a spirited conversation. Thank you so much, my man. Enjoy the Miami game. Maybe I'll see you in Detroit on Sunday. Absolutely, huge anytime. All right, Lomas Brown, part of Lions Radio Network, telling it like it is. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code SHEPBET and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older wager michigan only this is a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network Final segment on Friday, October 28th on the Huge Show Across Michigan, our DraftKings NFL Power Hour. It happens every Friday. And remember to download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. Let's go check in with the talented voice of your Detroit Lions. Dan Miller is standing by from Detroit on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. And Dan, I'm still having a tough time wrapping my arms around where this team was at 1-1, one and one, leading by double digits in the second half of Minnesota, looking like an NFC North contender. I look at the NFC North, it, it, you know, Minnesota at 5-1 and one, and where the Lions could be, but the reality is after the Dallas trip, uh, they're 1-5. and five. I'm just I'm trying to figure out how they stop this free fall and, and climb back up. It's funny that you say that because I was literally just doing something around the house and thinking about the fourth and four in Minnesota and how it was one play to win a game. And just if you, you know, Dan Campbell said right afterwards, you know, that he regretted that decision. If you could do that over, you know, one play, win a game, walk out of there, two and one, feeling good. I don't know what that would have done from there, but it's been that kind of season. So, look, um, you are what your record says you are. And I don't mean to be cliche, but there's only one way out of it. And that's to win a game. And then it's to win another game, but you can't win two before you win one. So they just got to put their hats on and get ready to play against Miami. Except for one game this year, they've had a chance to win every game. What does that mean? I don't know. It, it means you've had a chance to win every game, but you haven't made the plays the other team has. So you got to figure out some way to make those plays at the end of the game that, that can make a difference. And, um, that's got to start this week, and and it's uh, it's frustrating. It's not where anybody wanted to be, but it is what you've got to deal with, and you got to figure out a way out of it. And how do they do it? Because you can't, you can adjust the roster, uh, but you, you have who you have. You are who you are right now. 
Dan Campbell did do the resuscitation last year after a horrific start, even deeper and uglier than this. Uh, at least there's some life at times in this team to start the season. If you're Dan Campbell, what do you do beginning Sunday against the Dolphins? Well, I, I got to get my strength going. I got to get the best part of my team going, and that's my offense. And I got to figure out some way to get them back to where they were for the first month and not where they've been without a touchdown in the last eight quarters. Uh, you're getting Swift back. Looks like you're getting Amon Ra back. Looks like you're getting Josh Reynolds back. So you're going to be back close to full strength. I don't know you know, if some of those guys are 100%. Probably nobody is at this point. But first things first, you've got to get that thing going. That's what was giving you a chance to win games and figure out your offensive line is still intact. You've still run the ball well. So get that passing game going. Get Jared Goff's, you know, head back in the game to where he's playing the way he did. You know, he talked about it, ball security, pocket presence, things like that, pocket awareness. So get that offense going. And then defensively, look, you and I have talked, you know, many, many times since the offseason. I didn't know what this defense was. It turns out it's not particularly good at this point. But you can make a case after New England, after Dallas, it's getting better. And it's got to continue to ascend like that that thing's got to continue to get better and and you know Hutch has to continue to grow and Okuda's got to continue to grow and and you know Josh Pascal's got to continue to grow and uh, just get out there and play the way you did for three and a half quarters against Dallas and 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 build on that and look are they the team that played well against Dallas or they're the team that couldn't stop anybody against Seattle. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But the middle, if you can get your offense going, might be good enough to win some games until you can get, you know, fresh bodies and, and change some things up, you know, depth chart-wise on that defense. But to your point, nobody's walking through that door. You, you kind of have what you have. Maybe you get Jamison Williams at some point, uh, but we'll have to see. It, it's I think that... The biggest thing for me, though, is just figure out some way to start scoring again. At least that kept you in games. And the last two weeks have just been, you know, there's just been nothing there on that side of the ball. Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here in the huge show across Michigan. And we'll see what happens Sunday. That's a big game. Home crowd, uh, you can't lay a, a third egg in a row. You have got to find a way uh, to win that game on Sunday. Wouldn't you agree, Dan? validation you've got to find some way to to you know make these guys understand that what they're trying to do works that's important you're human beings you're you're leaving blood sweat and tears on the field and when you don't get anything to show from it um it gets harder and harder to dedicate yourself to tasks so yeah it's 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 huge just to get a win against anybody but you're right you're at home You, you want to get this home crowd back behind you and um, they just need something good to happen to them. You can't build anything until you start to get a foundation of, of believing in yourself and victories and things like that. And um, that's that's the only way this thing can start to turn around is, is to get some positive results and build on them and, and start to learn what it is to make the plays, to win games and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's a big game. I would have told you going to the Dallas is a big game. They had a chance to win that, but they couldn't make the plays that they needed to, put, to make at the end. So um, when you're one in five, every single thing you do is big because you're trying to dig out of a massive hole. Dan Miller, he'll be on the call with Lomas and TJ on the Lions Radio Network on Sunday, too, and the Dolphins in downtown Detroit. Dan, enjoy the weekend and have a great call. 
I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Good talking to you. All right, Dan Miller joining us on the Meyer Guest Line as our DraftKings NFL Power Hour continues. Speaking of DraftKings, they're presenting another Lions pregame bash at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, a block from Ford Field on Sunday. I'll be there from 10 a.m. until noon. Bands, DJs, food, and beverages. Uh, before the Lions and the Dolphins Sunday, presented by our friends from DraftKings. Also, if you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, do that today and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to always get the promo hookups. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code HUGE when you sign up. Big. Bad. Huge.